Good evening, beautiful ones, and welcome to Truth. It's Jan, a.k.a. the OG Brooklyn Girl. Today we're going to be talking about resolving for the new year. Yay! Fireworks and champagne bottles and kisses at midnight and all that wonderful stuff. But let's get down to what the nitty-gritty of what New Year always brings. New Year always brings a mentality of things that we want to change. So I'm putting this out at least a couple days early because no matter what the time is, there are always things that we want to change to make ourselves better. So let's resolve or make a few intentions as to what we can do for our lives. Now, think about everything in your life that went well this year. No matter how trifling 2018 was, you're still here, you're still breathing. Hopefully most of your family and friends are still here and they've gone through it as well. Or if you had any deaths or anything that have made you sad or anything of that nature, I hope that you had people around to support you to get you through it so you can see 2019. So think of all the things that good that happened in 2018. And be grateful for them. Be grateful for every little thing, whether it's, you know, you got those, you got the job you wanted or you went to your favorite, you know, neighborhood Chinese food restaurant and got your four chicken wings fried hard with French fries and ketchup and hot sauce. Whatever things made you happy or made you feel good, be grateful for all of it. Be grateful for all the strife you went through in 2018 because it brought you to a place where you didn't think you could get past it. You know, a lot of times when we look back, we're like, well, damn, I got through it so I can get through it again. But be grateful. Be grateful for every lesson. Be grateful for everything good. And be grateful for everything bad. Because even the bad things were the lessons that we needed to learn. Now, when we go into 2019, of course, we all know that time is relative. So there's no real, you know, there's not a time frame for us. We just count it by days because we're condition to do so but we know that the universe the lord above whatever deity you believe in moves in its own time it doesn't move on our time it moves on its time so you know we'll be like oh my god how am i gonna pay rent on tuesday or how am i gonna put gas in my car when i gotta get to work guess what you're gonna find a way something's gonna open up something will happen where it's like here's the blessing you needed take care of it and here's how we're going to improve so you don't have to be worrying about this every day every month whatever so first thing go into the new year positive take all the grateful feelings of everything that's happened to you good or bad take all the grateful feelings of the lessons or everything like that take all those grateful and wonderful positive feelings into the new year Don't worry if you don't have that special someone to be with. Don't worry if you're chilling in your own home with a bottle of champagne or wine or whatever mixed drink you want to have, as long as you're enjoying yourself. The new year should always bring about new things, but never limit yourself to just what the new year is. The new year is what they call 365 days of different opportunities every day is different that's why you know they call it the present living in that now it is a gift that you even woke up it is a gift that you're breathing it's a gift that your legs 
or whatever can get you around can get you around. A lot of times we always get upset about this is not working or that is not working when there's so many other people who are worse off than us, who have better mentalities than us, and things are just going the way it needs to for them. We do, sometimes as humans, we do a lot of self-defeatist attitudes, like this is not going to work, this is not, I don't know what's going to happen. It will work out. But you have to be positive that it's going to work out. Secondly, make intentions or resolutions that you're able to do. For instance, usually the new year, the first month of the year is always like, I'm going to the gym, I'm going to work out, whatever. The thing about it is, okay, you want to go, but did you put in that level of managing your time to do so? We can do anything, but time management is key for most of it. Yes, you want to go to the gym, but your job has you low jack. Let's say you're, um, let's say you don't work a regular nine to five shift. Let's say your schedule fluctuates and you're like an 11 to seven, 12 to eight, whatever the case is. When are you going to go? And when you go, how long are you going to work out for? Are you going to shower at the gym or are you going to take your funky self to work or are you going to get up at the crack of dawn to shower at home to go to work then afterwards time management is key time management is key this is all the level parts of pre-planning now let's say your financial life is in a hobo hot pocket mess of foolishness this is the time when you need to find your friend who's a budget guru Or do a little research online or on your phone to find like the best budget apps for you to save money, for you to pay your bills on time. Even if you got to be an adult and call all your creditors and be like, look, can you just change my payment date to this date? So that way, you know, a certain time, you know, if it's the two weeks out of a four week month that this bill gets paid and that bill gets paid. That way you're not crying bloody murder that something else has to go to the wayside or something else has to not work itself out a lot of times and they won't tell you but a lot of times if you talk to your creditors and like look here's what's going on whether it's um you know you had to take a pay cut you lost your job whatever calling them in advance calling them to let them know here's what the deal is can usually they can usually find a way to help you so that you can make that payment and that you won't fall behind, that your credit score will grow, all these things. There's one young lady I would definitely recommend, and her name is The Budget Nista, aka Tiffany. And I'm she does have an IG page and she does have a Facebook page. So I would definitely follow her. She her story to me is the most realistic from what she had to where she was to now where she is. And she's so positive and the way that she puts it out there, you can follow it too. So definitely I recommend her to just, you know, if you need that budget resource, because sometimes we can't go it alone. You know, like we always want to be these independent creatures, but sometimes we need help. And sometimes it's best to get help from a professional, especially if some of the services that they offer, especially just even just making up a budget are free and you can get it there, then do so. Second, um, third, you know, you always want to start that business or start that, you know, whatever, then just do it and start small. You know, you don't have to have the big investment. You don't have to have the, you know, the 
you know, here's my $50,000 business loan and I'm going to do this or that. When you are starting a business though, make sure that you know that you've dotted all your I's and crossed all your T's, meaning whatever state you start up in, what is, you know, like, is it going to be a brick and mortar business or is it going to be an online business? Um, where would you have to pay taxes? Do you have a business bank account? Do you, you know, do you, if you're starting a clothing line, where are you sourcing materials? Do you have someone who can do designs for you? These are all the things that you have to do. Pre-planning is key. So if you think, okay, I want to do this business, then figure out exactly what's involved. There's a lot more baby steps that we can take that doesn't cost anything before we really get into it. But putting those pre-planning steps in motion can sometimes bring you into places where a conversation that you never thought you had, you would. Um, People that you never thought you meet, you will. Sometimes it can be in passing. It can be your Uber driver, your Lyft driver. It could be anybody that you're just thinking about doing something. They're like, what are you doing? Sometimes it's that passing question and they're like, oh, I know someone who could help. But pre-planning is key. We have to pre-plan a lot of things for the universe to shape and to put things in our way so that it can happen. Let's say you want to start, you know, you're looking for the next love of your life. First thing you got to do before you start looking outward for someone is look inward at yourself. Do you really love yourself? Do you know what your um, quote unquote bad traits are? Do you have a bad temper? How do you react to certain situations? What's your mentality if, you know, what won't you tolerate? What will you tolerate? What will you expect people to be. We know what the basis of most relationships are. We want trust. We want that communication. We want to be able to be accepted for um, who we are and be challenged to grow, but not necessarily challenged where we're not doing anything and that person's constantly pushing us. We have to sometimes be our own cheerleader. So before you start thinking, well, I don't know why I'm single or whatever the case is, you have to introspect and you have to look in. Why are you single? There is a reason why not everyone is paired up or even triple upped with someone because there is something within you that needs to grow. Look at your past relationships. Look at what you did versus what they did. And I'm not saying that everyone is perfect because no, we're not. But look at your behaviors. Look at the things that you did. Did you not communicate well when you were pissed off? Were you passive aggressive? Were you too aggressive? Did you fly off the handle at every little thing? These are all the things you have to take into account before you start broadening your horizons to be with someone else. And what you're going to realize is a lot of times we pick people who are reflections of ourselves that we just are not paying attention to. So if you're dealing with someone who's lazy, procrastinates, you know, maybe they don't have that get up and go spirit. One, it could be there's a part of you that didn't and you're dealing with the energy that was put out. Or two, you're so get up and go and you wanted that you feel like you need to be someone's cheerleader. Sometimes it's weird how life works that way, but sometimes you just have to take yourself a hand. Like, do you really want to be the one that's constantly babysitting someone for the rest of their life? And if you don't want that in your life, then you don't have to deal with it in your life. And I know that sounds easier said than done, especially for certain situations, but you kind of have to look and see is you have to really ask yourself the question, is that something that you can deal with for the rest of your life?
Because not everyone goes into a relationship that's just going to be fleeting. Some people want that long-term relationship. If you're just looking for a good time or whatever, make sure that's what you put on the table. I know that some people are like, oh my God, how can you even say that? Because sex is a natural part of being a human being. We all want to be touched. We all want to be held. We all want to just get that moment of passion and be done with it. We don't always have to be in a relationship for it. But you have to put it out there. That's all you want too. Sometimes that's all it is. And you shouldn't feel bad if that's all you want right now. If you're focused on a lot of things, if you, you're trying to get all your houses together financially and all this stuff, and you're focused on all this stuff, then literally be like, you know, I'm just here for a good time. Protect yourselves, protect the person you're with, and go about your business. That's all you have to do. But it has to be something that's communicated fairly well. Like, look, I don't really want to have, I'm not really here for the, you know, the dinner dates or whatever. Like, we can talk or whatever, but I'm really here just to have a great time with you physically and then go about my business. That's it. And that counts for everybody. So don't be shocked if, you know, I don't know why some people get shocked when people are just there for that. If it's communicated that they don't want to be in a relationship, if it's communicated that, then just believe them, roll with whatever it is. Don't get your feelings into it and move the fuck on. So when you go on into 2019, be grateful for everything that happened in 2018. Go into 2019 positive. Do some pre-planning that ain't going to cost you a damn thing. Growing yourself, maybe just writing down all the bad traits you have, like what you want to fix about yourself. Budgeting, where can I save some money? Where can I get some more money? What side gigs can I do that will fit into my schedule? Anything and anything that you think you can do, you can probably get away with and get to doing. But these are things you have to constantly think about. And if you got to work seven days a week, then sometimes you got to work seven days a week. Unfortunately, this is the economy that we live in right now where we can't even take any real time off. And I think that's one of the reasons why I think humans are breaking down faster. So the other thing is take care of yourself. Take care of your health too. go to doctors, you know, go to the um those clinics, you know, like Planned Parenthood to get your birth control, to get your body checked out. It's not going to cost you an arm and three legs just to get an exam. Anything that's going to help you feel better, be better, do better. Okay? So I wish you all a beautiful and blessed 2019. I hope it's filled with abundance of everything that you've put out that's intentionally good for you, that is good for your spirit and good for your soul. All right? And I will talk to you soon.